<laughs> Shit, the song's starting. The little podcast by Stephen and Jess. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 5 of Stories from Flying the Nest. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Parry-Valentine, next to my beautiful wife, oh, Jessica. Jessica Parry-Valentine, we're using the whole names today. And to my left is... Uh, just Cleo Parry. Just Cleo oh, no, Parry. Oh, Cleo Parry Valentine. No, you weren't part of this what? tribe. You're in your own separate little oh, string damn. of life. <laughs> also, yeah. can you believe that we are already up to episode five? I yeah. know. And if we think about it, because we do it every second week, that's ten weeks. That's almost, I'm bad Maths. maths. <laughs> <laughs> that's a few months we've been doing it for. That's, that's crazy. crazy. We're actually stuck with it. Yeah, I can't I believe it. I enjoy it. I love it. Yeah, me too. I love it. Yeah. It's good sitting down. With it's you like forces us all to come down. Yeah, sit down and talk. Hear about our week. Yes, yeah, and talk this... silly stories. Silly stories. Yeah, <laughs> we're, it's meant to be a travel podcast. We're trying to work our way towards that, but I don't know. You guys seem to enjoy when we just talk stories from our past, really. But this one, what, what's this topic today? Oh, this Jessica? one's a this one's a good one. But before we <laughs> Before we dive into that, we need to hear about what we've been doing this week. Before we even dive into that, because I always forget it, let's oh. just jump straight into Bundaberg time, because then we can listen, have a sip while Clea tells us stories that she's oh. already forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> What's the flavour of the week? We have gone, if you're just joining us, I think Bundaberg has 22 flavours, so we have 22, ooh, 22 episodes to get through, so we've gone for a blood orange here. Blood orange. Ooh. I know. And have you tried this I one? I haven't tried this one. This is going to be new. Oh, it's, it's yeah, because yeah. you've done the lemon lime bitters. Yeah, you've that done was the ginger new. beer. Now this. But it's weird how it's called blood orange, mm. but it's pink. Yeah. Ooh. Look at that colour. And if it's got a little orange at the bottom. Oh, maybe we need to give it a bit of a shake. Oh, okay. There we go. Yes, they did teach us at the Bundaberg Barrel. You need to give it a bit of a shake. That is true oh. because we went to Bundaberg. It's over in Queensland. And, yeah, they had the Bundaberg Barrel there. And you can try all the flavours. So Steve and I have actually tried every single yeah, flavour. Yeah, I remember that vlog. Yeah, it was really fun. Do you know, fun little tidbit on that. So where were we? We were in the mountains, the Glasshouse Mountains in <laughs> Queensland. Yeah. And I literally went to Jess, we need to go to Bundaberg. Yeah. And do you know how much... We had to drive out of the way to go to Bundaberg. I think it was like 20 hours. Was 20 hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me it. I just remember you did an epic like montage. <laughs> yes, we did. 20 but hours. 20 hours. Okay, now you're going to make it sound not so crazy, but you drove... <laughs> Cleo. Two, two hours. It was three hours <laughs> okay. and I was... Only three hours. That's okay. And I was almost 30 weeks pregnant at the time. <laughs> oh, wow. And you made yeah. me drive all the way. <laughs> it was so worth it though. Yeah. All right, let's pop these bad boys open. And you guys need to let us know what you drink when you listen to the podcast. Ready? All right. Oh. Ah. There we go. That's all so right. hard. I struggle. All right. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Oh, that was a good clang. Ooh. <laughs> Always the awkwardest part of the podcast. Oh, that's nice. I like that. It is orangey. Hey, yeah. it is orangey. It's not the strongest flavor. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not no, that it's yummy. Yeah. It doesn't taste as sweet as the other ones. Yes. That's one thing about Bundaberg. It yeah. is full sugar. 
I'm pretty sure in a Bundaberg ginger beer, there is like 11 teaspoons of sugar or something crazy. Yes, it is. It's probably bad that we drink so much Bundaberg and encourage you guys to drink it because I'm pretty (laughs) sure like some kids have done, you know, when they do the little science project and they show how much sugar is. Have you seen that before? No, I haven't. So they hold up like a Coke can and they'll put into little plastic bags how much sugar it is. I'll show you a photo later and I'll pop one up. And Bundaberg is like up there with Mountain Dew. It it's is... like one of the worst soft drinks to have. Oh my god! So sorry for anyone that we've we got have... hooked. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so Claire, what is your story? What have you been up to this week? Okay, so these guys went swimming with the seals the other day, so I had to copy and go <laughs> swim with the seals too. <laughs> no, but it was amazing. They like come straight up to you and they kiss you. I loved it. It was so. It was really cute. And it's cool because they're wild. So they're wild seals, but people have been going out there, I guess, for so long now that they're kind of used to humans, so they don't bite. So if you're in the wild and you do see seals, don't just jump in with them because they can be territorial and can bite. When um, breeding season is, which is next summer, that's all that he told me. I'm not too sure when after that, but... Yeah. Oh, he said you can't yeah, swim you with can't them then? Yeah, can't swim with them and that's when they bite. Yeah. yeah. So these yeah. are like kind of like special seals because they're used to the humans, but yeah. they I can see why they call them dogs of the sea. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're just like so little puppies. They're cute. They're little puppy dogs. Do yeah. they play around? Yeah, they play. Around? And yeah. if you're boring, they go away and they go find someone else who's interesting. So you were, they didn't <laughs> No, they love me. I was like, yeah, come play with me. And then they're like, no. And there's another first you did this week, right? Oh, escape room. So they went to escape room. I went to an escape room. <laughs> We've been telling Cleo for ages to finally go to an escape room. Yeah. If you haven't heard of it, it's basically the way I say it, it's like a real life board game. So yeah. they yeah. lock you in a room and there's all these clues in the room and you kind of have an hour until you can get out. Is that yeah, how you explain it's, it? And Beck and Paul, our friends um, over in Canada at the moment, they introduced it to us and they are so much fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we just did one as well this week, didn't we? This was Yes, we actually went us. on our first ever kind of date away from Hunter. So Cleo yeah. and Stephen's parents looked after baby Hunter and we went with our friends to go an escape room and we escaped with 20 minutes to spare. Yes. It was a little bit too easy for us. It was a little bit too minutes. easy. Yeah, yeah. it was too easy. Minutes. It was like a little bit, like it was good. It just got towards the end and then once we got out, it felt like it needed that yeah. extra room. So we were like a little bit let down, but it was still fun. We just have to go to another one. But you guys are like really good at board games. So you just like. For so extra good. Yeah, you're extra rooms. good. Yeah. I was a bit nervous because I'm not really good at it. And I was like, I'm going to lose. And I'm going to. Oh, yeah. How did you go with solving well, the clues? It was good. Yeah. Um, I had It was three star, though. I started easy. And then I had 12 minutes left. So now you need to do a harder one next we time. We should all do an escape room. Yeah. Yes. Well, I found out that close by they have an escape room and it's Christmas themed. Ooh, yes. Birthday's coming up. Oh, Cleo. <laughs> Want to do a Christmas escape room for your birthday? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you would prefer to do the horror escape room. Yes, I, think I would. Jess has been like yeah. sprinkling some Christmas cheer in there. I am not doing a horror <laughs> escape room. No, I'm with you. I would do it as well. <laughs> but also this week... It's been a massive week for us. Like, so many things have happened. And, of course, you would have seen a lot of these things. But the big kind of announcement is that Western Australia, if you guys didn't know, we have kind of been locked off from the rest of Australia. So we legally couldn't leave. Well, we could leave our state, but they just wouldn't let us back in. And that's been like that since Is March, that since March? Which is crazy. So, Jess... Yeah, so so it meant that none of my family have been able to meet our baby Hunter. And at the moment, she's almost six months old and the borders opened on Monday. 
I'm going to get emotional. Oh, Jess. <laughs> it's okay. I always get emotional when I talk yeah. about it. Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. So on Monday, the borders opened. And so then straight away, we booked our flights. And on Sunday, so in two days, we're going to be flying to Queensland and they're all going to be oh, out. I know. It's going to be so exciting. So cool. I can't wait for that vlog. That's going Don't to be know. amazing. Oh, it's going to be so emotional because, like, of course, there's so many, like, things going on in the world with COVID, but... Just having like our newborn hunter and Jess's parents not being able to meet her. It's been... Yeah, like my whole family. I think as well because it's the first grandchild. Yeah. So yeah. it's like Aww. extra special. And mm. I think this is getting so close now. I just yeah. can't imagine them finally getting to meet her. It's I'm just so, so excited. Fun. Your parents are so excited. I've seen your dad's updates and you on Skype with your parents. And yeah. So we're recording this on Friday night and we fly out on Sunday. So by the time you guys see this, they would have met they them. They would have Aww. met them. Which I can't is so wait. Cool. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to fly in on Sunday and we're getting quite late. And so then I thought, oh, instead of the meeting hunter, like when she's really tired, I think we get in at like 11 at night. On the Monday morning, they're going to come over right when she's woken up because that's when she's like in the happiest mood yeah, when she's just she's eaten breakfast. Yeah, yeah, she's like really fun in the mornings and then they kind of come over and all meet her. And I just can't wait. And then it's we're going to spend so two weeks in Queensland. So we've booked three different Airbnbs and we're going to treat it like a big holiday as well um, because, yeah, Queensland doesn't have any community – spread of yeah. covid by the way so that's why it's safe for us to fly there at the moment um but i can't wait and i think i keep getting emotional the closer we get like yeah. today i started packing and i was like oh, i just keep picturing my head like they're finally getting get to hold her yeah i'm just excited it's gonna be so fun <laughs> yeah and yeah i can't wait for them to meet her because of course we i've been and i can't so... wait to see them as well i haven't seen my family since january the last time i saw them actually we did the gender reveal to find out it was a girl and then that's when we told her, them her name and everything. And so it's going to be nice to see my whole family, except my brother, Drew. He lives in Melbourne and they're still in lockdown. So he's still not going to be able to – we're not in lockdown. They're just states locked off from WA. So yeah. he won't be able to meet yet. But, but they're doing having... really good. So I think our rules that our Premier said is no community transmission for 28 days and then you can come in. So, so I'm hoping because Victoria's been going really well at the moment. So yeah. fingers crossed that Drew can meet her in like the next month or two. Yeah, which is so exciting. And speaking of Hunter, she's just kind of tried some food this week, hasn't she? Yes. Yeah. So we gave Hunter food for the first time. And I feel like if there's any like new parents out there, you know how exciting it is when you get to see your baby try food. And she loves it. Like if you've been watching the vlogs, you know how much she's been wanting to try food. Yeah. We've just been waiting because they say that they really shouldn't eat until they can like sit up by themselves. And now she can. We've given her avocado, banana, strawberries. She loves broccoli. Broccoli, she it's, loves. She takes it. She's going to be healthy. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah veggie. I think broccoli's her favourite so yeah. far. Oh. Today we tried to give her pumpkin, but then Cleo came over and distracted uh, her. So she was like, yeah. I don't care about food anymore. Cleo is here. Yeah. yeah. She's all excited. <laughs> I just really cute watching her eat watermelon. Yeah. It's so cold. adorable. Like she's too like shy to eat in front of me. Yeah. So she just stares at me and I'm like, okay, come on, I like, want to see it. Yeah, it's so cute. Well, probably because she does, like, she's excited to yeah. see you. So she's like, oh, this is way more fun than food. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favourite fruits is mango and I'm saving her to try it when we get to camp. Yeah, they like, they grow a lot of mangoes yeah. there. Yeah, the mangoes are the best in Queensland. So I'm like, Hunter, your first ever bite of a nice juicy mango has to be 
in Queensland. <laughs> I kind of feel like sorry for her because she's a sweaty baby. If oh, she's yeah, on she's Jess, gonna be so they sweaty. Heat. <laughs> I'm a sweaty gal for yeah. some reason. She got that from her mama. <laughs> I sweat so easily, and so is Hunter. And we're about to go to a very humid place. Like at the moment, I think it's 34 degrees, and like you know, oh, 90 percent wow. humidity. Yeah. And so Hunter and I are just going to be sweating up a storm. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we booked um, Airbnbs with pools, so yeah. they can just chuck us straight in the <laughs> yeah, pool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also, this week um, has been insanely busy for myself because the van build is finally begun. And just to give you guys like a little bit of insight, we are not the handiest of people. We can put together IKEA furniture yes. pretty well. You're good at it, Jess. That's, <laughs> that's so. the one thing we can do. It came to like, if we wanted <laughs> to show you how unhandy we are, we were too scared to hang a picture on the wall. So we had someone come in to nail a nail <laughs> really? into our wall. Yes. yes. I should have just got dad to do it. I know. We actually should have. I got too nervous. Yeah, so... And now we just decided we want to build a van. <laughs> if it was just IKEA furniture for the entire van, we would be good. But it's not. There's electrics. Um, we had to all... cut holes in the van, <laughs> let alone put nails in the wall. So I don't know if you guys saw the vlog where um, we went up to Exmouth just recently in the big caravan. So a friend of ours called Scott, he runs his own like caravan. It started off with just repairs. Now he started building his own caravans. So he said... Do you want to help us please build this ca- uh, caravan? So we've like hired him to to do the whole build for us. So I'm, I've been down there for the last two days. Stephen can now officially say that he knows how to put flooring in a van. Yeah. He's officially a tradie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Using the, what did you use today? I used like a sander, sanded down oh, some. Watch some out. Sand. Yeah. <laughs> So it's so we're basically cool. using them to help guide us, and they're going to be doing anything that we can't do. So we wanted a hole in the roof to put in aircon, and so today we got one of the guys there to cut the hole because knowing us, if we cut the hole, that's the end of the van. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. now a uh, convertible van or <laughs> roof, um, and it's cool as well because then we can use them to get advice. Like we could tell them that we want a, a bed this way, and they can tell us how we should do that, and then guide us through the build, which is awesome. Yeah, and. I suppose we've kind of put it on pause just right now because we're going to go to Cairns. But when we get back... We'll keep on going. So, so far, we've got a flooring. We've got two windows put in and a hole in the roof that will turn into an aircon. <laughs> <laughs> so off to a great start. But, yeah, that's kind of what we've been doing this week. It's been just crazy busy. But luckily, we're going to tropical Queensland. Can't wait. A bit of a break. I'm very Holiday. jealous. Why did you start a new job? Quit. Okay, I quit. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, you could have come. Yeah. It's so funny if your boss listens to the podcast. She's I like, know. I heard your resignation. Okay. <laughs> Get the email. Oh, damn, yes. <laughs> Yay, come to Queensland. Yeah. yeah, but that's kind of what we've been up to this week. A um, little bit of housekeeping. If you guys were interested, the first, of course, first episode of the Van Bill just went up just a couple of days ago when you guys watched this. So... Hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you haven't checked it out, it would be amazing if you guys could go check it out. Um, also, we're currently running a little bit of a Black Friday sale on our shop. So if you wanted to pick up any of our presets, courses, LUTs, go check it out. Having a Black Friday sale. And also, stay tuned because I might be doing a little bit of a giveaway 
details of that will be announced soon. So definitely stay what? tuned. I didn't we even didn't know, even about, know about, about this. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Do, do I get Oh, I do know about the giveaway. Oh. It's a good giveaway. Yeah. A good I'll give giveaway. you a clue. Oh, can I? Um, oh, yes. <laughs> I want this giveaway. <laughs> yeah, so definitely stay tuned for that. It's going to be good fun. I think it's going to be announced in the following vlog to tie in for something. But yeah, that's what we've been up to. A bit of housekeeping. But we thought for today's topic of the show... There's a lot of glamorous sides to travel, but there are also <laughs> some not so glamorous sides to travel. Um, I just need to put out that if you don't like talking about poo poo, <laughs> then yes. maybe you don't want to listen to the poo-poo. podcast anymore. <laughs> Do we have a little sound for that? <laughs> no, we don't. I wish. No, oh, no, no we don't. No. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about all the times we've gotten sick while traveling. And to be honest, just putting it out there with you guys, the amount of travel that we have done, the amount of street food that we've eaten, this lo- this list should be longer. But it isn't. So we've been traveling. Well, we traveled full time for five years and we only got sick three times. What? Pretty That's good, crazy. huh? Yeah. I feel like when the more you travel, yeah. the more your like, stomach, your stomach turns iron. And you yeah. Just, yeah, you just I mean, we eat anything. Tra- we haven't traveled since the beginning of the year, so I wonder oh, what no, our belly no, is going to yeah. be like. But I find... Um, Can's belly. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the questions, so you can actually send questions in, flyinthenest.tv slash podcast. I really just wanted to quickly jump into something like this. Um, you know, we eat a lot of street food. Like, we love trying street food. And sometimes when we put out a video, um, particularly when we did street food in Egypt and India, there were a lot of comments from people saying, oh, you guys instantly would have got, like, deli belly. You would have got sick the next day. Surprisingly, those are the two countries we didn't. So, Jessica, how do we, um, like, when we go out for street food, what do we look out for to make sure we don't get sick? Yeah, so that's another thing is when I went to India, I was already like, yep, I just know it. We're going to get sick on this trip. But we didn't, and we were there for three weeks. And my biggest advice would be if you want to go and try the local street food, go on a tour with a local guide because there are so many local tours taking you around. And why would they want their customers getting sick. They don't want people to then be spreading the word, being like, oh, I went on that tour and I got so sick. So they know probably the most hygienic spots to go to and still have an authentic local experience. So when we went into Egypt, we um, got taken around by two such lovely ladies. Do you remember? Yeah, oh, they were so nice. Took us to so many local spots, didn't get sick at all. And in India, we went on a bunch of... uh, local street food tours and didn't get sick at all. And we got to try so much amazing food. And now we do that in every place we go to. We always sort out a local guide Mm. and then they take us around. Yeah, we did that in Portugal, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I love it, Mm -hmm. especially because a lot of the times I go to a country and I'm not too sure what is a local food or you hear of a local dish to try, but you don't know where to get the best one. And they usually know. do you ever get like any like scared or anything when you like? I one hundred percent trust the tour guide because I mean, like Jess was saying, they run a business and TripAdvisor people easily jump onto TripAdvisor and say I got sick. Yeah, so they they take you to the places that you know still authentic, still taste good, and still the local experience. And and it, some of them are extra unique. Like in India, we did a tour where we were on the back of a scooter, driving through Delhi. And Delhi is crazy. What? That's cool. Yeah. And they were just taking us to local spots. And it was just Stephen and I yeah. and the two guys. That That's was it. Cool. It was so cool. And then also another time we did a really unique um, food tour was in Vietnam. It was when we were on our expedition. 
we all jumped on the back of Vespers and a local guide would drive it so then everyone could drink. Oh. And they would take us to all the restaurants and every That's single cool. restaurant, it yeah. came with a meal and a drink. That's so by the end, everyone was oh, like... yeah, you would have been gone. Everyone was <laughs> gone and full and just driving on the back of Vespers with the locals being like, woo! It was oh so, fun. so fun. And you know what's cool is at the beginning of that tour that was the one everyone was most nervous about they were like oh wow on the back of vespers eating the street food and by the end they were like i am so glad you made us do that because that ended up being the highlight of the trip oh that's nice they're like oh you really like pushed us out of our comfort zone yeah it was really cool i think the two things on that expeditions was the overnight train and the street food people were nervous for because they're two things people generally don't do when they travel and i'm so glad we did do that yeah but jessica you said we've gotten sick three times. Yes. And I kind of heard you over talking the different sickness stories, but I want to jump into one which I think you don't remember, but I think is the funniest story so far. Really? So Ew. during our second year of flying the nest, we did a lot of volunteer work. And one of the volunteers we did. Oh <laughs> my gosh. No, no how, this is actually so embarrassing. Are we actually going to be sharing these stories? Yes, so you're getting nervous there. So we were in Cambodia. No, this is when I'm like, do I want this on the internet? Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> oh, no, no, Steve, really? We were in Cambodia and we were doing a volunteer project. And it was, a, it was kind of a cool volunteer project. There was an old ruined <laughs> temple. Everyone's going to look at me differently after this. They, oh, everyone's looking at us differently no matter what. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think I've heard this story. Hey, everybody poo-poos, okay? Jessica. <laughs> poo-poos. I love it. So yes, we, we were in Cambodia and we were building a preserved temple. Yes, so it was an old temple, a couple of thousand years old, and it collapsed. So they Oh, I remember this story. <laughs> this is the funniest story. Oh, my gosh. So the project was that we needed to do enough cleanup on the project that it could get to a certain heritage status so that they could start getting funding to then build up the temple. So we were there for a couple of days, and we are talking middle of nowhere Cambodia. This is not Angkor Wat around the corner where all the tourists are. We were... Nobody spoke English. Before we went there, we had our one tour guide who, of course, was the volunteer coordinator. There was no ATM. There was no, like, phone reception or anything. <laughs> we are talking – there was, like, maybe a great just a place to streets. get sick. <laughs> and, um, you know, what? I, we love getting up for sunrise. And um, we went up for sunrise and the, the volunteer coordinator said, come up for sunrise. It's going to be so beautiful seeing the sun come up. So we and climbed. I'll pass the story on to Jess. <laughs> okay, so we for the sunrise, we decided to climb up onto the top of the temple because it's like the best view of the sunrise. So we're w- looking out. It's really quiet. <laughs> the birds are chirping. It's so peaceful. And then you just hear my tummy grumble. <laughs> and I, then I just <laughs> and I just look at Stephen. I went, oh, my gosh, Stephen. I think something's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and so how do I put this? I found an area to go to the toilet because <laughs> there were no toilets anywhere. And you know when you're really sick? Like I think it just hit me. So I found a place to go and then I just see a line of monks <laughs> oh, no. coming out to the temple to go and pray for the morning. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Steve, we've got to get out of here. So we run back to where we're staying and – for the rest of the week, I was so sick. I got so dehydrated. I can't believe I forgot about this. I can't believe you yeah. forgot about that. What did I make you go do, Steve? Yeah, so we 
there's no aircon. Yeah. We are in a traditional house that just the locals are living in. <laughs> Jess was in the top floor with the fan, and Jess so was so dehydrated. I was like, so, and you know, sweaty Jess yeah. over here. You'd be dripping. So yeah. I was like, <laughs> So I was like, we need to go Jess, get Jess some hydrolytes mm. to, um, you know, get... To hydrate myself. To hydrate yeah. yourself. <laughs> Water Which, wasn't cutting it at this well, point. Yeah. So this was the second last day in Cambodia. So we had no money. I think I had the equivalent of 75 cents or a dollar. So I go to... So in the village... There's like people there and they'll have a couple of shops, but it's mostly just for like the locals. There. Like so little vendors. Little vendors. They don't speak a word of English and I'm going up to them. Trying to explain. <laughs> How do you explain hydrolytes? Like that is a, yeah, a, a very complicated word. You can't just be like hydrolytes, high drink. Like you put the little thing in there. So he's basically. <laughs> I went to three different stores and the one dude got my movement. So I went up to him and I was like, whoa. So and he's. <laughs> so he's doing kind of like vomiting actions and then like vomiting from the back, back <laughs> and he understood and he understood he? he's like i've got the thing for you yeah. he spoke to me in cambodian and then i had a dollar and i think it was a dollar 50 and i felt so bad like this guy he didn't had to have, barter with him. i had to barter with him because otherwise i couldn't have gotten it yeah and thank you to the guy like i just had no money there was no atm there and so it helped so much so like when stressful. i had it i know yeah. it was so nice of you and they're like lying lethargically in bed <laughs> i'm just walking to like all these villages like, like I'm pretending. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it helped i can't believe i forgot about that story oh my goodness okay so that's the first time we got sick overseas it was just me this time <laughs> and then the next time was just steven so this was in South America. We went on an incredible you know, 30 day trip through South America. And it was it Bolivia? Yes, it was Bolivia. Yeah, so it was Bolivia. And yeah, we went out for some local food. I think I had nachos. I think. Yeah, Ooh, you my had favorite. Yeah, and who gets nachos in I Bolivia? Do. I don't know. <laughs> it's very random. I think we were. Just say 20 days into the trip and we'll try local food. But I think... Yeah, you know when you've been traveling for a long time and you're like, you know what? I really wanted something that I would have at home, like and yeah. that, that's lasagna. Why, yeah. That's why I like McDonald's are everywhere because yeah. you're going to get that point where you just want McDonald's. Like you... Or like a bowl of nachos. <laughs> or like a bowl of nachos. So then we were in a random town as well, wasn't it? But it was way more built up than in Cambodia. And yes. Yeah, I, I had nacho soup. That's what we called it. Oh. We called it nachos. I told you guys. <laughs> this is so the prettiest of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't anything like crazy exciting or funny as Jess is it, but that is the second time that we got sick. It was just me in South America. I think I had for a couple of days, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah. It was more just you couldn't come out with us, so we would all go out and have fun and he would just eat his room. Yeah. Luckily, I was on a group tour, so yeah. I could just leave, Stephen. Yeah, bye, Steve. Here's your electrolytes. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you had to go get the electrolytes. I would have loved to have seen no, you. No, because them. that's after that point, we always now travel with them. So I already had them ready for you. We actually <laughs> so you learn a... every time something like that happens. We actually had a question from Jasmine that said, when traveling, do you carry a first aid kit with stuff like Panadol, charcoal tablets, Band-Aids, or do you just buy it from the country? Yeah, we used to be very, uh, we just didn't care. We were like, oh, it's fine. But yeah. then once things started happening, we were like, oh, maybe we should pack things. But it's just basic things. Like we've yeah. got yeah, Band-Aids, electrolytes, Panadol, Panadol. cold flu tablets, mm. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say sometimes we do get cold and flu quite a, like. That's more what we would catch that's the more flu from catch. long flights. Yeah, yeah, from the flights. Yeah, yeah always get a bit of a cold. Mm. 
Yeah, but that was like kind of the, the it wasn't the South America one wasn't that exciting. But it was just like, your standard. I got sick. Yeah, which I I feel like a lot of people probably do a little bit of food like something that just doesn't sit mm. well with you. But a couple of days, hydrolytes out. But the, but next, the next one time is a funny story. Is this the one where you're like in Iceland, maybe? Or oh no, we did get sick in Iceland. No, yeah. no, in, in a, no, no, no. So the next one, yeah, is Lao, and the way we got sick is funny. Because we were in Laos just before we got married. And Stephen and I were like, you know what? We keep eating all this bad food. We need to go on a wedding diet. Let's go order a salad Salad, in Southeast Asia. (laughs) And if you um, would tell any other travelers that you're about to do that, they would go, what are you doing? You are crazy. Because a lot of the times when you order a salad, especially from a random place that you don't know well, they wash the salad in the local water. And that is why you normally get sick. And the cafe we decided to have this salad was a Friends-themed cafe. Oh, Why would they so have a good salad? And I was like, we can sit down and have a salad, watch an episode of Friends. We're like, yes, we'll sign up for this. So they had TVs all around that were playing Friends and they had like pictures of Friends in yeah. the menu. That's pretty cool. And I remember we ordered a tuna salad. <laughs> we ordered oh, a tuna no. salad. And it was delicious. <laughs> yeah. We ate that entire salad and we were on top of the world. And we felt so healthy. We're like, yeah. the wedding diet starts <laughs> so today. So skinny. Is that why you were so skinny when it, you got to the wedding? Oh, well... <laughs> Yeah, about what happened after. The wedding diet did start that night. <laughs> it really did. So we had the tuna salad, feeling really good about ourselves, went to bed, and the next day we had the most amazing things planned. So we're in Van, Van Vieng, which is like the beautiful countryside. It ha- it's There's a little river that goes through it. There's all these beautiful mountains. rice paddy fields, yeah. mountains. It just looks so incredible. And one of the things you do there is you go on a hot air balloon. You can go um, white river, uh, maybe not white river rafting. It's like when you're in the little round tubes and you can float along the river. We had all this planned. We were going to do all these amazing things. And we were staying at this beautiful hotel as well, right on the river. Nice pool, good breakfast. Oh, We we couldn't wait to start experiencing Lao. So we had our tuna salad. The next day we woke up ready for the adventures and we're lying in bed. And then I look at Stephen and I don't really feel that good. And then Stephen goes, yeah, me either. And then he ran to the bathroom to do number twos. (laughs) Well, I'm knocking on the door. Needing to throw up. Oh, so oh, just yeah. had it up one side. I had it up the yeah. other side, and we got so sick. So then we were oh. like, "Oh my gosh, are we gonna have to cancel all our tours?" Did you cancel it. So Stephen just... called and canceled because oh, we felt we so to, sick. Yeah. And then what? You've been in a hot air balloon. You like? Yeah. I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I had the other yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. right for Jess. Yeah. Like, you just go on the side. Side would be fine. It's when you have the other way. It's harder. Yeah. So we cancelled all our. Um, fun activities Aww. and then but what's the worst is when you're traveling with yourself and you're both sick yeah so you both don't have that person you're both kind of relying yeah. on each other so we're lying in the bed and we get again getting so dehydrated we and need those hydrolytes who's gonna go get it all right <laughs> uh, this is where i should be in the picture exactly where were you cleo where so, <laughs> so we needed to go and get water so we both were like, okay, so I'm not going to make you go. Let's just both go together. <laughs> we both team effort. <laughs> like, you know what? We're both going to go. We're going both going to suffer. on this adventure. <laughs> so we go outside and we realise we don't have any money. So Stephen needs to go to the ATM. And the ATM is almost in like, you know, the British um, telephone boxes. Yeah. I think they do it so that maybe people don't get, not necessarily robbed. I don't want to say that. I think it's just for safety. I don't know why. There. It's an yeah. ATM in a big glass box. So imagine being so sick. It's 34 degrees, very humid. Ooh. And I have to go into it. Because, like, when you're sick, you don't want to be constrained. Yeah. You In want... a little glass hot box. For fresh air. Exactly. <laughs> so I go to there, like, whoops. 
I'm going to, I'm just like dropping everything. I'm going there. I'm sweating. Yeah. Trying to get money out. And I think I just walked out there and gave the money to Jess. Cause I'm like. And just threw up all oh, over the road. No, you know, no, you went inside the store. Yeah. I went inside the store while he's throwing up outside. And you know what we looked like? We looked like annoying hungover tourists that yes. had drank too much the night before. And like throwing up on the streets and just being stupid. And then do you remember for some reason, I really wanted to get an ice cream or something. Yes. And I was like, yeah. Like an ice cream polar and ice cream will make me feel better so then I decided to eat that and then that made me even more sick oh my god <laughs> we made all the wrong decisions yeah. <laughs> I forgot about what we would have looked like because Van Vieng is a very big party uh, town so yeah, we probably yeah. just fit in with yeah, we did. We looked like annoying <laughs> hungover tourists. And I remember it took a couple of days to get better, but we lost so much oh, weight. Yeah. It was the sickest we probably have ever – that is the sickest I've ever been. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it, it was – usually you can get it done through the day, but this was through the day. You know, every half day. an hour you're throwing up, Three even if nothing's days. in your tummy. Whoa. And we lost so much weight, yeah. and it really was good for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you were skinny. No so, diet there. Yeah. I always tell people, you know what? <laughs> Just get food poisoning before the wedding and just great. <laughs> what are the tuna sell? From a friend's cafe. <laughs> if you've been to Van Vien and you've been to the friend's cafe, let us know. And uh, don't order the tuna salad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now this one. Because I, yeah. That one we actually vlogged a little bit. So there is a vlog of it as much as we could of. Oh, okay. Yes. I, I, can't, I haven't watched it back, so I can't remember how much we um, put in there. But the final time we got sick, we actually decided to not include in the vlog. And there is a reason for it. So yeah. the last time we got sick, it was in the Philippines. And it was the day that we went to go and hike to stay on the active volcano. There was like a big crater volcano. And you oh, hike. Yeah. So you have to hike all the way there. It takes like five hours or something. Such a cool Mount Pinatabu. Yeah, and um, you set up your tent and then you sleep the night in your tent and the scenery is absolutely breathtaking. I think I remember a drone shot that you did. Yeah, yes. yeah, I remember yes. that one, yeah. It's, it was so it's beautiful. It's like one of those top ten experiences. Yeah. It was well, I would recommend anyone to go do it. Mm-hmm. And so that morning we all went out for lunch and our tour guide, he said that the place that we normally went to was closed so he didn't know where to go. So there was another place nearby so we just went to check it out. So the tour guide, he'd never been there before. Oh, yeah. So, you know, he probably wasn't oh, too no. sure about it. Wow, well, well, yeah. like that should have been the first thing that... Yeah. Yeah. And we're travelling with like 12 people. Oh, did they all get sick? So we all went and ate and then we all just started hiking. And I was the first person to start feeling something. I started going to Steve and I was like, I don't feel good as we're hiking. And I thought yeah. it might have been the heat. Oh, okay. And then I just started vomiting. But it was more like, you know, when you throw up and then you suddenly feel better. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's just like dehydration or something like that. Yeah. So I started, kept hiking and it started happening, happening again. Oh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I like vomiting so much? Yeah. And then we... I'm hiking. I was like a good sport. You we, were such a good sport. I was very impressed. We hiked for like four hours and what? I was throwing up all the time and I just kept going. We couldn't turn Crazy. back. Yeah. And like, I didn't want to miss out forward. and I didn't know what it was at the time. Yeah. So I didn't want to miss out and I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. Like, because mm-hmm. every time you do it, you feel better. Mm-hmm. Then you just slowly start feeling bad again. Yeah. And then you throw up. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. that. So then we get to the top. And we're still filming everything, like trying to feel good because I was going to Steve and Steve was like, oh, do you want me to like film that you're sick? And then I'm like, oh, it's like it's taking away from this amazing experience. And so I was like, I actually don't want to include it in the video because we had such an amazing time and it's so beautiful. And then half of the the video is me being sick. So I was like, oh, don't film it. But then we're filming the sunrise. I mean, we're filming the sunset. I'm still throwing up. 
And then Stephen starts throwing up. Oh. Yes. And then another lady starts throwing up. What? And yes. then the whole cab all night was throwing up oh my all God. night. And we were camping, so you're lying on the yeah. hard ground. It's not the most not like – I we love camping, yeah. but not when you're sick. So it was just oh – And we would – going could, through the tour guy's mind. I know. Oh. No, but he, he contacted the cafe later yeah. and he was like, you got everyone sick and, of course, he'll never go there again. Yeah. But imagine, like, you're all camping and every now and then throughout the night you're just hearing people vomit. <laughs> or like, and, you know, you, you're feeling – Like a little musical. You yes. just want, like, that, like, eerie silence of being in an active volcano. Yeah, but instead it's, it's <laughs> yeah and because as well you know when you're feeling so sick and you're in a tent so they're just opening up their their door just putting their head out throwing up and then lying back down it was like uh, i also really the worst felt night. there was this lady there who was maybe 50 years old oh, okay never camped in her life oh, and she'd no. already like uh-huh. woke herself up to be like her. you know camping's meant to be this tough thing but like i'm gonna enjoy it i'm gonna do it and she was she so sick, sick. Oh, yeah thing. and but because mine I got it first. Mine went away first. So oh, in the morning, everyone's feeling bad, and I'm like, "Oh, I just feel so good because it must have been like a <laughs> like a 24 hour yeah. thing." If you go back and watch that vlog, it'll be interesting you actually need yeah. to see how much of a trooper Jess was because yeah, we didn't want to say we were all sick because it one took away from the moment, and it was such a small mistake that it happened that we would hate for people then to have this bad connotation of the It's not like a restaurant that's a part of Volcano that people go to yeah. that we wanted to warn people from. So that's why we decided not to include it. But that would be interesting to watch the Philippines Volcano video back and see if you notice if I yeah. look sick because I was throwing up anytime the camera wasn't on. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It's crazy. I would also love to know if any of you out there are willing to share your embarrassing overseas poo-poo stories. <laughs> Leave them in the comments below because – I always find them a little bit funny. It's one of those things where, you know, in the moment, it's the worst thing ever. And then when you look back, you're like, these are some really funny stories I can tell. <laughs> but I was just talking to Cleo and Cleo said she's never had food poisoning no, before. No, I haven't. I haven't no, funny no funny poo-poo stories. funny poo-poo stories from Cleo. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little bit, yeah, not normal. You, you, you're missing out, Cleo. <laughs> I know. I really wish I had one. <laughs> That's kind of like the end of the topic of the show. I mean, it was kind of fun reliving that. Is that the way to say it? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, like you said, it's so much fun to like laugh at the story. But at the time, you're just like never hating life. <laughs> but we actually had some sto- uh, some, some some questions. The first one is not necessarily on the topic, but it came through. That's probably good. Great. I'm sure people are over yeah. our, our <laughs> not so pretty stories. So Kylie said, "We love watching you guys, but want to know how do you bribe Cleo to come on the podcast, or does she do it from the kindness of her heart?" I think I do it from the kindness of my heart. <laughs> oh. yeah, I no. do rock up at nine a um, nine p.m. and do some film. Yes, you've been (laughs) such a good sport. I mean, we do film this quite late at night just so that Hunter is asleep and we're not, um, you know, she's down for the night so we don't have to, like, keep jumping in and out. But, yeah, Cleo does it so nicely. Um, Yeah, I think we get fun. Like, it's something new. Like, like when I tell people, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go film a podcast. And everyone's like, what? Who does that? (laughs) Yeah, I think when we thought about doing the podcast in the beginning, I was like, oh, it would be really nice if we actually had – someone else there to yeah. tell the stories too. Yeah. And, and then I thought, and yeah, yeah, and I just thought Cleo would be the best person to do it, especially because she knows us so well. She mm-hmm. knows some of the stories. Yeah. And you've been in a lot of, like, the situations with yeah. us. 
And who doesn't want to see Cleo every two weeks? Is it Cleo or is it Cleo? We're not 100% That is actually sure. something we need Cleo, to clear up. Cleo, not Claire. Like Cleopatra. <laughs> yeah, Cleopatra, the queen. <laughs> yes, because everyone always calls her Claire. It's the Aussie accent, yeah. I think. Maybe. Cleo. 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 <laughs> Peyton said, Do you, did you ever have to go to the hospital while travelling? But. Tap on yeah. wood. I've never had to go to oh, hospital. Really? Never. Uh, one what? time we went to, but not for sickness. We were volunteering with orangutans and we needed to get a checkup. Oh. Yeah, we had to get a, a chest x-ray to make sure we didn't have pneumonia. And then we found out I had it. Oh, yeah. Yes. So she had to stay away from the gorillas for... Oh, oh the orangutans. orangutans. I had to stay away from them for a while and I found out I had it. And I was feeling a little bit sick and I had oh. no idea. And, you know, was when it you just go... mild or something? It was just yeah. mild and okay. they could see it in my lungs. So, yeah, I have. I've had an x-ray... In Indonesia. Oh. In Java, in a random hospital. That's yeah. pretty good. Five years of traveling and not like, well, gone to hospital. That's why I'm scared to say it. Seriously, yeah, touch wood. on wood because like, <laughs> when, tra- when it's not COVID and we travel yeah. so – we sometimes have such a schedule that I'm like, if we break something like a leg or an arm, what would that do? It's because would- I've never broken a bone before. Yeah, neither. Stephen has a good story about yeah. his broken bone. Uh, yeah. It's not yucky if anyone doesn't like yucky stories. They've all left. There's one person left who just loves <laughs> hearing you say boo boo. <laughs> You've been hanging around Hunter too much. <laughs> she has some really good poo boo stories. <laughs> so um, when I was a kid, I just, you know, I don't know. When I think of me as a child, I always think of me as seven years old. That's when all my stories, I feel like, happen. Okay. So it's me, seven years old, and I got chicken pox and... Measles. Measles at the exact same time. And it was such an infection on my left leg that it broke it. That's crazy, hey? I haven't even heard this story. (laughs) You and your sister. Oh, you would have been small. Oh, okay. Yeah, you would have been like... like it was away. during the time that you don't remember things. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, I think that's my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> if we have any doctors or nurses that listen... Is that how a does, thing? How, is that a thing? Because I had to have plaster of Paris on my leg. It was my right leg, sorry, not my left one. I had to have plaster of Paris on it. So imagine as Please parents, clarify which leg. It is very important. Let me just... <laughs> right one. <laughs> um, Lydia said, what's the food you ate abroad and you will never eat again? I think durian seems to come to mind. Oh, yeah, Malaysia. I didn't like durian. I didn't like we tried thousand-year-old egg in China. Oh, meatball that, sub. See, so yeah, meatball <laughs> subway in Puerto Rico. That is a story we should save for another podcast of why I had to eat that thousand-year-old egg in China. We actually have really very... funny food stories. Yes, we should definitely put that down for another podcast. Um, Charlene said... Hey guys, I love traveling, but I have a huge problem, um, which is a shame for a traveler. I get seasick. Oh, um, I get really bad seasick. And I can hardly manage a bus or car trip without being sick. How do you oh. guys have this kind of problems? I have zero problems. You have zero problems? 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 Yeah, same. I think it just runs in a family. You always have problems, don't you? Yeah, I always have problems. Yeah, so. Problems. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. I know it's like I know some people that actually have it really bad, so I think I must have it a little bit more mild because I do know some you people. You have it pretty bad. I feel like if we're on a boat, you're at the front of the boat. If we're on a plane sometimes. Oh. Yeah, remember that one time I was throwing up on a plane from being sick and you said it looked like I was having an exorcism? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I was so bad. 
had a bag and I was like, But oh. I think everything was shaking and like veins were coming and like she was losing. Oh my gosh. Losing the colour in her already white face. <laughs> I think the way I get over it for me is that I don't have any fear of vomit. So if I feel sick, I just like let it happen because I feel so much better after. Just let it go. Just let it go. Let says. it go. But I do know like some people have it even worse where I think for me I'm lucky. Once I throw up, I feel better. But I do get seasick all the time. Yeah. Like I should share. Seeing as we're okay, seeing as we're talking about yucky stories. Yeah. Um we were shark cage diving oh, no. <laughs> in South Africa. Yeah. This is with the great white sharks. You go into like a little cage, <laughs> you go under the water and they swim past you. Right. And um, that day it was so rocky and I was already feeling so sick on the boat and then they called our group and I was like, okay, cool. So I was like, maybe I feel better You're in the water. You're such a trooper. I can't yeah. say that enough. Like, so I just don't want to miss out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then I go inside the cage, still feel so sick and we're looking out for the sharks and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm just going to go and I just throw up, <laughs> I just throw up all throw over up? the water while you were down under the water and then he, he came back up out of the water through my vomit. It was amazing. And also there were other people, there were other people in the cage I didn't even know. Swimming around my vomit. I felt so bad. Your chum. But your chum. You exactly. were getting the sharks closer. I got those people the most amazing experience because <laughs> those sharks came right up, checking out it, and um, everyone got a really cool close-up of a shark. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jessica. Oh, it's funny, like, you forget these stories and then you just whip them out and just the memories come back. Yeah. I, I think that's all the stories. Or is there one hidden away? That's all I can think of. That's all people really want. I'm sure people are done with these horrible stories. (laughs) Let's read a couple of reviews. Um, Oh, uh, imagine the reviews after this episode. uh, Yeah. (laughs) One star. It honestly, as this podcast, only five episodes in, really does help us out if you could go give it a rating on the iTunes podcast store or if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Stories from Flying the Nest, if you could just hit subscribe, like leave a lovely comment, we'll read it out for you guys. So thank you so much. Just like um, oh, Carly Lynn too said, she said, love the YouTube videos and the new podcast. I had to get on here and tell you that the Disney ride your dad told you about, remember the Lilo and yes, Stitch I one? Yes, I saw this. Yeah. It was actually used to be called Alien Encounter. Oh. I was there in the 90s when I was six and it was so scary. Okay. So like just... Sorry, Des. Yeah. Sorry, Desi. Sorry, we have to... We were here teasing him about being scared of little Stitch, but he had an alien to encounter. Yeah. (laughs) Quick, quick recap. My parents left us, went to Disney World, went on this ride. My dad talked about it for 20 years. We went on it. He said it was the most scariest ride, but it was Lilo and Stitch. Little did we know. It wasn't. It was Alien Encounter that had then been refurbished or redone into Lilo and Stitch. Yes. Sorry, Desi. It's a bit too scary. It sounds scary for Disney World. Sorry, Des. Sorry, Dad. (laughs) Des. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Beetle Innovation said, um, I first discovered Stephen and Jess on their Flying the Nest YouTube channel when I was preparing for my first trip to Paris in 2016. Their videos are so fun to watch and are really, really well edited. Thank you. Um, but the thing that sticks out the most is they're such genuinely nice, joyful, and authentic people. It's a really a, pre- a pleasure to watch and listen to this lovely couple. Aww. Thank you so much, Tim, from Rhode Island. Oh, thank nice. you. Seriously, you guys leave us the most beautiful comments and reviews. Like, I really, really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you guys so much. But I'm thinking, should the next episode... Seeing as it's going to be everything going into it going forward, should we do a whole episode on why we bought the van, like the ideas and the plans mm. for the van? 
plus what we want to do with it in the future. Ooh, like yeah. some sneak peek secret stuff? Yeah, so yeah. we'll have a whole episode dedicated to the van because this is definitely going to be our summer project moving forward. That's a good idea. Going to do some little family vlogs in between there. Christmas is coming up, New Year's is coming up. Yeah, if you have any questions about our van build and All things that, like that. Head to flyminus.tv slash podcast. But and we can give you guys some sneak inspo well, little tips about what's going to be happening with the van that we won't be talking about on the YouTube channel yet. Yeah, because I think we love this little crew of you guys watching the videos. And also, for everyone that kind of tunes in for the premiere on YouTube, so much fun. If you didn't notice, because the audio comes out on a Tuesday, but we do a live premiere on our YouTube channel. So live premiere, if you've never watched one before, the, the whole video just plays and we watch it all together. Like it's on right now. So hi, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Hi, <laughs> like a little family. Yeah. yeah. But thank you so much for listening and watching, everybody. That was episode five. All right, guys. Are you going to push the little theme song button? And I know you all know the words. Let's all sing along. Yes. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so Bye. Much. A little podcast by Stephen and Jess. Stories about fun and mess. A little podcast by Stephen and Jess. Stories.